Hey, it's the Second Course Podcast of Coppell Bible. Each week, your pastors sit down for a little bit of faith, fellowship, and fun at the round table. So why don't you jump in and join us? That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it is the Second Course Podcast, a podcast of Coppell Bible. And I'm Nathan, and I'm sitting at the round table. And it's a special treat today because we have four of us. Whoa. We got Barkef, oh. Michael, Brian, and myself. Yes. I don't know if this has ever happened before. It should happen more often. Yeah. It's like a collision of worlds. Wow. <laughs> collision of worlds. Uh, maybe. I don't know. We'll just have to see <laughs> we'll, where this pans we'll, out. We'll but find out. We did promise that we're doing this in one shot. One shot. Wow. Yep. No retakes. Here we are. Here we one go. This is pure, unadulterated exec team. <laughs> okay. That's right. <laughs> Let's give it a shot. See what, <laughs> see what we get here. Let's see what we can do. <laughs> <laughs> well, we also have Brent in the room, but he's on the other side uh, making yes, sure we behave. But yes. all that to say, it was a very exciting Sunday this last Sunday, and I can tell because we walked in and everybody is kind of riding the excitement off of it. And uh, if you weren't here, what you missed, we're going to talk about. But what you also missed is that when you come next week, this place is going to look a little different. Yes, and it is, is going to you, – you're going to be surprised. You're going to be pleasantly surprised. You're going to be excited. But – Let's walk into uh, what happened this week, because we are in our vision series, and uh, as this vision series goes along, we are opening the door and giving you more insight into the future of Coppell Bible and where we're headed. So who wants to go first? <laughs> we play rock, paper, scissors to see. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Okay, so we stepped in this Sunday looking at our values. We've already looked at our mission statement. We've looked at our vision statement, and now we're looking at our values. And next week, we'll talk about pathways. But in doing our values, we had an opportunity to highlight the five values that we both identified and brought clarity to through the strategic team. And in the process, not only did we lay out what those values are, but we had an opportunity to hear from the priesthood of believers yes. here at Capo Bible. And so together, I got that right, Coppell Bible. Thank you very much. We'll get to that. That's right. We'll get to that soon enough. So in the process, we talked about the fact that we really can't identify why why are the folks who call Coppell Bible their home, why do they call Coppell Bible their home instead of some other church down the block, which there are many good churches around us. And that's because there are five things that we together have discovered that we value highly and that we want to hold on to. And this is how we evaluate all of our ministries. How are they uh, keeping this consistent within our personality of who we are and how God has designed us to represent him together as a community? And they begin with gracious Bible teaching. Multi-generational community is number two. Refreshing authenticity is number three. Transformative discipleship. And finally, missional living. And we just, it was a lot of fun to have different folks stand up and say, you know what, this is what has resonated with me, and it's why I'm still here. And as far as the first one goes, we had an, a special opportunity. I had been talking with someone very special to all of us around this table who about four years ago, am I right? I think about five years ago. Maybe actually. five was, years ago, yeah. you stepped into the room and you and I went to lunch, and we were just getting to know each other, and you told me your story of why you would come all the way from inner-city Dallas, mm -hmm. way out to old little country <laughs> Coppell. <laughs> and so anyway, we, we wanted to, uh, to give you a chance to kind of just tell us that story as well. Yeah. So, uh, of course, I'm talking to our colleague here, the great... 
the scholarly, oh boy. Oh boy. The right reverend, right reverend. reverend. Brian <laughs> Come on, Brian. Who, in the last couple of years, has ditched his amateur status and gone pro. Yes, so. yes. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, yes. yeah, exactly. Yes, he has. Uh, yeah. Well, one reason I started coming here was because traffic on Sunday mornings is not as bad as. Uh, there Wednesday you go. Nights. Yeah. When, that's, I, that's when I started volunteering on Wednesday nights, I second guessed my decision. I was like, "This is good grief." <laughs> Clear traffic Driving on in. Sunday yes. mornings. Yeah. The number one value. Man, yeah. <laughs> um, that made it a little easier. But no, yeah, I uh, I moved here. It was actually six years ago, I guess, because it was 2018 wow. when oh, I moved wow. to Dallas. You know, so. I know, I know what it is. COVID stepped in the middle uh-huh. of that, and we lost all those years. We did. Uh-huh. We lost. That's like, what wow. happened. It's That's what so happened crazy to think. Okay. Yeah, okay. it's it's crazy. Um, but yeah, so I moved here uh, in 2018 to go to DTS, uh, Dallas Theological Seminary, and uh, was looking for churches in those first few weeks and um, came upon Coppell Bible and uh, decided to check it out on a Sunday morning, and it was a really great experience. Uh, it was actually a baptism Sunday that day, and Got to see, um, you know, those are always obviously unique Sundays compared to the, mm-hmm. the normal Sundays. But at the same time, I felt like it really showed uh, just a great, um, it showed the heart of the church, how much mm-hmm. uh, people care about each other, people celebrating, people getting baptized and all that, um, which was really awesome to be able to see. But uh, but yeah, this idea of that first value um, that you shared about Barkef, gracious Bible teaching, um, really became uh, apparent to me uh, very early on in checking out the church. Um, and, uh, and that's a, a thing that is very important to me personally as well, just, just through my own upbringing and my own story and everything. And so, um, I can share a little bit about that, uh, kind of what I shared yesterday, but I, I grew up like so many people, uh, going to church and heard about Jesus at a young age, which I'm super thankful for. Um, and I believe I, you know, I, I heard John three sixteen as like probably five or six years old and, and came to faith. But as, uh, as it so often goes that, that simple message that you hear and, and believe at a young age uh, can sometimes get muddied up through years of hearing other ideas and and uh, and just your own kind of fleshly way of confusing things. And so um, <laughs> we're real good. At yeah, that, we're real right. good at we're, that. And we're so, gifted at it. In fact, very yes, gifted. Are, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, and so yeah, I um, the the idea of grace was I think a, an especially difficult um, thing for me to accept and believe. Um, just. Uh, the specifically, I mean, I, I struggled especially with the side of, um, you know, looking at my life often and, and just looking at the way I would live and seeing all sorts of ways that I, I knew were, were falling short of what God wants me to, to be living for. And that would always raise the question, you know, gosh, did, am I really saved? And, and you know, you go off to camp over the summer and you have those mm-hmm. those powerful experiences where, and sometimes, you know, that the, the message is communicated along with those experiences of like, you know, maybe uh, you need to either recommit your life to Christ or maybe you maybe you just weren't genuine the first time. And and, and it kind of sows that idea of, of gosh, like I, I really need to be looking at my life and analyzing my life. And if I'm if I'm seeing a lot of areas of sin, maybe I maybe I didn't mean it. Maybe somehow I'm not truly saved and, and don't truly belong to God. And so um, that idea for I think can be troublesome for anybody. For a, a an introspective person like myself, it can really be troublesome. And you know, when you were sharing that yesterday, I don't mean to cut you off. But yeah, I just wanted to you know when you were sharing that, you could see 
because I was in this awkward position of standing <laughs> mm-hmm, behind you. Mm-hmm. I could see so it spotted throughout mm-hmm. the congregation, different people saying, "That's me." You could yeah, just see yeah, it yeah. saying, "Yeah, that was me. That was right, me. right." I think it's a it's a very common struggle and a, and a thing that people don't want to necessarily share. And so I think right. it's it's important to kind of voice it and be like, "Hey, it's, if this is if this is something you struggle with, it's okay to." to let's get that on the table and, and talk about it. But um, so so for me, it was, uh, I did grow up with a lot of doubts about, um, that, that I later came to understand, it was just doubting the message of grace. Right, and, right. Um, because I, I do uh, believe, and God later in life uh, helped me come to clarity on this, that um, salvation really is, uh, it's powerful, but it's, it's not overly complicated. And, right. And uh, it is a simple truth that Jesus is the Son of God, Savior of the world, who has done everything necessary for us to, to be with God forever. And his death really is enough. He's covered all our sins, past, present, and future. Um, and all that is required of us because of what Jesus has done is to believe in him as Savior. And, um, and that the moment you believe, you now belong to God forever and nothing can undo that. There's no right. return policy. There you <laughs> um, go. That's and right. so that, that uh, and, and even just the idea of let's, <clears throat> let's understand what is that, what does it mean to believe? Even that yeah. is, is often, I think uh, it's so much simpler than we often think it is. Right, yeah. um, and uh, it is really simply taking God at his word and being convinced that who, that Jesus is who he says he is and that he's going to do what he says he's going to do. And, and so, um, it was a it was a long journey for me to kind of uh, unlearn a lot of the confusion that I think right. I I uh, got at different points in my um, in my story growing up, um, but I will say, man, uh, trying to build your life and follow Jesus uh, without clarity on the message of salvation is impossible. It's, mm. it's it's so hard to draw near to a God that you don't know you belong to. Wow. <laughs> and, wow. And to draw near well to said. a God and to well live said. for a God that you're kind of constantly in doubt about whether he accepts you or not. Yeah. And so that that security that you have when you know um, I belong to God even if I fall flat on my face tomorrow. Right. And and I do often. I mean we, sure. we none of us are ever free from sin and scripture never pretends like that's a reality anyways, right. you know. Right. Um and so uh so having that security to always go back to of like even when I fail, it doesn't call into question my salvation, mm-hmm. and that I think is the essence of grace. So that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, go ahead. Well, I was just gonna say, <laughs> you did the first one, which is gracious Bible teaching, but that could have also been the third one, which is refreshing authenticity. Yeah, there was definitely some bleed over into that. <laughs> but that's, but that's what good. I, that's what I loved about your story yeah. and the others that got up. You could. Mm-hmm hear that they were being real and honest yeah. but mm-hmm. i felt the same thing mm-hmm. i didn't see it from your perspective because i was right. sitting down and wasn't on stage but i could just imagine mm-hmm. the feeling that when you started conveying internal struggles and strife you've had that everyone is going oh him too yeah. right yeah. even right. him right and the so guy to, the guy who gets up there and <laughs> preaches the leather off a bible yeah <laughs> he you, still he still has going, that what, yep. that yeah. guy really he's mm-hmm. in the same boat with me right and so mm-hmm. i thought that you are without anyone knowing it. You're setting up value three of refreshing yeah, authenticity. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now we can come together with the struggles that are that are going on, all yeah. of us, and us us as in the four of us at this mm-hmm. table, five of us with Brent mm-hmm. in the room, but everyone listening and everyone come to our church. Mm-hmm. That we know we all have struggles and sometimes doubts and things that creep in our mind. Yeah, sure. and that we yeah. need to be able to be authentic enough right. to open up 
and know that it will be okay because I'm going to open it up with the other uh, believers around Mm -hmm. and talk through this. And Mm -hmm. so when you said that, when you started up with that story, which I've heard some of this before, but when you started to open up with the way you laid it out, I could feel Mm -hmm. like the weight in the room was Mm -hmm. gone. And it was just like, oh, wow, he's there too. And that was an awesome moment. It really was. And you think so many new people who come through the door, you don't know their experience uh, with church mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. A, a community of believers where maybe they didn't have that authenticity. Maybe they didn't right. have that openness, yeah. but if they can come and feel that, it, and that's honestly part of the reason why I was, you know, even after uh, the first couple weeks that, you know, I was in an interview process here and even meeting Barkef, I was like, okay, these are real people. Mm-hmm. And there was no pretense. I could be who <laughs> I was. I could share things and and get a perspective on those things. Because, you know, in our own struggles, sometimes the struggles mean we may elevate them to right. this is the worst possible thing right. and I'm the worst possible person. <laughs> And to have a, a community that says, well, let's bring this into perspective. Right. Uh-huh. Um, and, and know that it, there's no struggle that is beyond God's right. grasp mm-hmm. and power. Exactly. Right. And, and I think that's something about that authenticity is helping us uh, be able to see things in the right perspective. Mm-hmm. Not just being open and honest, but being there helping people right. to see things the way they are. That's true. Right. And then, in case you didn't know, the, the person right after you, Kaylee Vance, gets up, and one of the first things he says is, man, I should have studied more <laughs> in speech class. And then he says out loud, you're all wearing underwear. You're all wearing underwear. So I hope they are. Yeah, <laughs> that was just his way. And if you don't know yeah, Kaylee, yeah. if you don't know Kaylee, that's Kaylee to a T. Yeah. Yeah. That's my point. Kaylee takes yeah. authenticity yeah. to another level. Another another level. level. Which is why that. we love him. But that's yeah, right. And I think that's the thing that even to your point, Nathan, new people potentially, in there, and there were a lot. There were a lot right. of new people. Right. Uh, they they hear your story, obviously connecting the dots, and I think you probably mentioned it, that you're a pastor mm-hmm. here, yeah. and they're hearing your authenticity, and then you have Kaylee coming in mm-hmm. and also sharing about multi-generational, and the reason he loved the church when right. he was younger right. is there was gray hairs and he, uh, ahead of him, and he's going, oh, wow, they know what I need to know. Yeah. Yeah. I need them to yeah. tell me this, and now we're at a place where we can tell the younger people uh-huh. this, and so... But to hear his part of his story and see that authenticity that so come out too, mm-hmm. so, so it's just fun. fun to know that every single person that got up, yeah, not yep. just represents the value that they were sharing about, but really represents all these values. Right, yeah. right, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there, there, yeah. There's, there's not a way. I don't think you can get away from any of them and isolate them all. They're all in there, <laughs> and uh, right. you know, it was, it was interesting to be able to hear people uh, come up and go. We've always been this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but here we have an expression of it that's clear and understandable for anyone who walks through the door. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that's and and that was the neat thing is to hear people go, "Well, I never thought we were struggling in this area. Right. <laughs> I never thought we were dropping the ball here. Mm-hmm. I mean, this has always been that." And mm-hmm. and it is. But to be able to put that to word and and say, "You know, let me you can know right away what our values mm-hmm. are." Well, mm-hmm. and to get people on stage that represent those yeah. values so they're not just hearing from us and that would have been a hard choice to make Barkev who do I pick yeah, <laughs> right, because right, you're right. Like, I could have picked a lot of people for each yeah, of these values right. and, and now as you come this next week pathways you're you're going to hear about some things we're doing where um, in the month a little over a month we're going to start putting the actual values represented on walls mm-hmm. and in places that you're going to see them so to Nathan's point we'll definitely have that mm-hmm. uh, where you can see that especially yeah. right when you walk in the lobby it's going to be awesome yeah mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's neat because, you know, people do. They come, I mean, and we have found this is like as new people come through, uh, 
they we ask them, how'd you find us? And more right. and more, we find people go, I went to Google. I went to a website. <laughs> yeah. And right. you're like, okay. That's and the then way we be, find everything these days. That's, that's right. right. Exactly right. 100% right. true. How'd you and, find this restaurant? And that's the question people want to know. What are you about? <laughs> and to your point, Barkef, are my values the same? Again, you say there's lots of good churches. Mm-hmm. Where people fall is where their value alignment is. Exactly. And in uh, in you know that they they are like minded, mm-hmm. and we're not elevating ourselves above. Mm-hmm. We're just saying this is the community we've that God has allowed us to create and has been a part of, mm-hmm. and this is who we are. Well, well one I, of the important things is you, you say these are your values, and now we make that quite public. Yeah. Right. It's going to be on the website. It's it's on our walls. You say that now people need to experience that. Yeah, mm-hmm. they do. So the idea of saying, okay, well, we're not just going to get all the pastors up here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're yeah. going to get folks who've been here recently. And even in your case, yes, you said almost six years. Yeah. For uh-huh. a lot of people, that's still recent, mm-hmm. right? I mean, we yeah. have, but we also had some folks <laughs> that got up who've only been here about a year or two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the point is, they are experiencing something, because mm-hmm. that's, that's part of our authenticity. You say you this, and, oh, I'm actually experiencing <laughs> that. Mm-hmm. So that was really important to have folks get up there. But this was, to me, the mo- this is the most important, this is the keystone, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. that we're going to preach through the Bible, mm-hmm. we're going to preach, connect the dots of preaching the grace message, mm-hmm. and we're going to do it graciously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that people understand... Yeah. You can come here and fail because you're just like the rest of us. Right. <laughs> yep, yep. And, right. But we're here for each other when we right. fail to remind mm-hmm. each other, mm-hmm. hey, it's unmerited mm-hmm. favor mm-hmm. from God. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. been purchased with a price, yeah. and Christ paid the price, and that's mm-hmm. the point. And so now he offers, if you'll trust mm-hmm. me in this, I'm yours forevermore, you're mine forevermore. Mm-hmm. And and what you did, I thought, was you connected the emotional dots. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You said, you know, I became a believer at an early age, but then I began the struggle with other confusing messages as the time went on. And mm-hmm. I have a, I, we all have our personality type, and I have mm-hmm. a personality type that's particularly introspective, and I bet some of you do too. Mm-hmm. And that's when the heads were nodding. Mm-hmm. And then you explain, well, let me tell you what it was like for me and maybe it was like for you. And that's what I thought was so yeah. powerful. Yeah. That was really, really When it powerful. drives home the point, uh, it's like what, what Paul says. It, it's one of our verses underneath that value, 2 Timothy 3.16, but where he says, all Scripture is profitable. Mm-hmm. And, yep. and, and uh, I think one of the points he's making is all of Scripture has something practical has a practical application Absolutely. to your life. Um, and uh, and the same is true with false doctrine, too. Yeah, it right. practically yeah. affects your life. Yes, it does. And that mm-hmm. and that's what I was trying to bring out, and that is when you when you get the, the gospel of grace confused, that's not just an intellectual matter. That's not just a thing that happens mm-hmm. in the classroom. That affects your day-to-day life. That yeah. affects it, you It'll so em- emotionally torpedo you. Exactly. And then and it'll take you down a road. Exactly. Absolutely. And mm-hmm. so how how freeing understanding grace really is for your life is, is a powerful thing. It, it really does free you up to walk with God, to have healthier relationships with others, to, yeah. um, it's not freedom to fail in the sense that, well, God doesn't care what you do. Go, go do whatever you right, want. Right. It's, it's freedom knowing, man, even not just if, when I fail, cause it will happen. Right. Um, 
I have a gracious God that welcomes me back, and and uh, and my relationship with Him is never called into question. Exactly, um, and that is such a freeing thing to know that, and it has practical impact on your day to day life mm. in so many ways. And, and we now have the opportunity to help others who mm-hmm. we can see when they're struggling. Absolutely, like Absolutely. You, you need to know mm-hmm. He still loves you. Yep, and and we're here for you. Yep, and He's the one who provided that. Mm-hmm. Right. That's yeah. all. I just I thought it was extremely powerful. Yeah, it was well done. It was a great Sunday, but you yeah. definitely kicked it off well. It was yeah. awesome. Yeah. Because as you pointed out, Michael and Barkef as well, we got this message next week. Uh-huh. And laying that foundation of the values, Michael, you're going to walk us through how those values impact what we're doing going forward. Yeah, talk about the practicality of yep. them. You know, the mm-hmm. values really are the things that bind us together. Help mm-hmm. us, I think you said this, Barkef. Stay on track. Try even evaluate ministries on, yeah. on ministries we currently have or ministries we could adopt or or we could start. Okay, do they fit or mm-hmm. align with these values? What does it look like to walk these out? And so we're going to talk about that mm-hmm. this next week. It's going to be cool. Yeah, you started it well and it got ended well because we had a sweet moment at the end of the service last week. Yeah, Barkef, you want to speak to that real quick? Yeah, yeah that was really cool. <laughs> Maybe if you do without crying. <laughs> oh boy. <clears throat> you know we had we, so our final value that we've mentioned already is uh, missional living and first. Mm-hmm. Uh, golly, Lori Bryant, Bryant got up there, yeah. knocked it out of the park. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she did. Man. What so a cool. what a great example. She said it was mm. just beautiful. But then we had uh, some special guests, uh, the yes. Frielli, the Frielli family, who have been guests of ours before, are now here with us permanently. Ooh, yeah. So they finally were able. This is uh, Dr. Pablo and his precious bride Salma, who. Uh, is also a medical person. She's a nurse, and we've been serving on the Amazon to the forgotten people along the Amazon River in Brazil for over 20 years. And they have been wanting to come and partner with us here. And finally, after seven years uh, going through a process, they are here with us. And so they got up there with their three now grown men, young <laughs> young, yeah. young men. Not babies they're, anymore. They're not babies anymore. I literally... Nathaniel was an infant when mm. I met them. Wow. <laughs> Literally a carry-around infant. And so yeah. to see them up there and to be able to reconnect, and so many of our folks have served with them in the Amazon, and then to have them here with us is just, uh, it was mm. just a glorious awesome. day. Mm-hmm. Glorious and I finally got to meet them, so that's pretty <laughs> cool. That's right. Yeah. That's yeah. Right. I'm excited. You'll, I'm you'll, going this summer. You'll so. be serving with them this summer. You mm-hmm. surely will. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So. It was all around great service. Yeah, it was. It was good to see everybody. I know that uh, this week we're going back to two, so we have a nine a.m. and ten forty-five. Yep. So uh, you can show up at nine now. Um, <laughs> you could have before. People you did before. before. <laughs> you would have just been hanging out with me. I don't, you know. <laughs> right. yep. um, but uh, you know, I encourage you if you weren't here Sunday and it's within, take a drive by the church, <laughs> take a look at it, yeah, see yeah, some yeah. of the things that we uh, we unveiled this week, and kind of refresh it is it's a bit refreshing and it's exciting because you look at it and you go hey things are happening so i encourage you to take a drive by just see see what's going on so and the message has been posted and the message is posted so you can go listen to it as well because like we said every one of uh the the body that stepped up to speak had just so many amazing things to say so Mm -hmm. uh, we want to thank them for doing that so Mm -hmm. well gentlemen i think that's it (laughs) <laughs> all right. One take. That's, that's we got all we, through it. That's all we can we do. We landed this we plane, did. and we're ready to take off next week. So. <laughs> all right. Well, until then, hey, thank you guys for joining us. Please, please join us Sunday. It's going to be uh, – I can't stress how exciting it is. We've said this every week, and it's going to be, and you're going to love it. And so hopefully we'll get to see you then. If not, 
Uh, we'll see you the next time, but uh, look for us in the lobby. Look for the pastors around the room. We'd love to uh, just chat, and if you're new, we'd love to get to know you better. Until then, we'll see you. Bye. Thank you for joining us today at the Roundtable for another episode of Coppell Bible Second Course Podcast. Hey, we'd love to see you on Sunday. Until next time, have a great week.